Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. These two chocolate divas have raw, unfiltered, and totally candid convo. Now here are your hosts, Kimberly and Shalisa. Let's get into the show. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We are back. We are back. We are back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm in a really good mood. You should be too. Yes. Because it's Tuesday. And we are relaxed. It has been such a great weekend. Oh my God. I need an extra day. I know. But I'm heading on vacation next week and I am exhausted. <laughs> oh I am beside myself. For so some guys, reason, all of my friends are going to be gone. Why didn't you, like, come with one of us? Listen, I told you to come with me. I would have put you in my suitcase. We could have had a blast. Wouldn't but work you had that October way. Class. You had October plans. So, <laughs> stay there. How can you do this to me? <laughs> I told you. Come <sighs> with me, Grasshopper. Come. You guys, Kim is going to be on this luxurious vacation going back home it's gonna be cold here we're gonna be in coats and sweaters and probably boots half of the girls are already in boots now let me tell you a mess (laughs) a mess (laughs) and i'm usually always cold how are you this year it's actually okay i think this year i'm actually thank you this year i'm actually my body's maybe my body's okay I think I'm used to it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad. So, so that was that your high for the weeks that you're getting that is on vacation away from everybody, the normal people. I'm so excited. I'm and excited for you because you need to go anyways. I do. I really do. And like this episode, you know, Black Girls Guide to Travel is perfect mm-hmm. because the tips that we got. Let me tell you. Girl, I hope you put them into use. Yes. Start packing. Yes. I have to send you a picture. So when we get into the episode, you guys, um, and I'm actually going to post a picture of my suitcase that I bought for Memphis that I traveled with two weekends ago that she talked about. We're going to talk about amazing. Uh, Amazing. Yes. And it fit on the seat in front of me and literally had like little wheels and I carried it like a little big purse onto the plane flawless honey and I have everything in there and the one that I have it has like the little jewelry bag zippers on it that you can put on the inside it has different sections uh-huh oh uh, amazing yes so we yes. can't wait to hear about your travel Kim so yes. we know the tips that you took the tips that you made your own everything we need to know mm-hmm mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll do so what were your lows? My lows that I didn't get enough rest this weekend. I know. Girl, tired. I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. I didn't, you know, I didn't plan anything this weekend. And I, I didn't even pull out the calendar this weekend, which was my mistake. Because I was overloaded with things. I have to call like four or five people back. I have two emails to return. I just. I didn't have time because I was so busy doing this, that, and the third because, you know, Howard's homecoming, Bowie's homecoming, and Morgan State's homecoming. I got invited to stuff, 
And I just couldn't say no. Yeah. I know so, the feeling. But I had a really good time, though. Mm-hmm. It was a very liquor-filled weekend. For you? Yes. I so many drinks. People were actually side-eyeing me for the, t- the times I turned down drinks. I just came to eat. That's it. <laughs> Maybe one drink. Dance. But it was, D.C. was a very good time this week. This yeah. weekend. Yeah. Oh, I have, like, a great what's the sip. I'm sorry, guys. I just thought of something. It's, ignore me. Oh, ignore me. I, I kind of have a feeling. I what's think you about? know. We spoke about it last night. I think mm-hmm. you know. <sighs> I I'm exhausted. But I will say that I did go to um the chapel at Howard University and for the church service, and it was amazing. Okay. They have different choirs. Every Sunday is a different pastor from a different location. And I think that's good because in their program, they kind of tell tell you why they have so many different pastors, why they have the chapel, why it's a chapel, what you come to the chapel for. And it was just so nice to see that they had this lined up for the students of Howard University. Yeah. So, you guys, if we have any college students and you're thinking about coming to D.C., you should go to Howard. I'm just saying. <laughs> My cousin's trying to go to Howard. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I spoke to you about this. I don't know. Maybe not her it. first or second year. No. <laughs> no. No. It's we'll too see much what to happens, do. and she's definitely listening to this episode. I won't Honey. call your name, but you know who you are, boo boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honey, first and second year, no. I went to Bowie's homecoming, um, the football game, and then the we did the tailgate in the football game. And these kids, they look older than me. Oh. They were dressed older than me. Their hairstyles looked older than my entire existence. Yes. Yes. And I'm just like, Please. It's a whole new world out there. A whole new a world. A whole new world. Honey, I ate good, though. I will say that. The Mm -hmm. food was amazing. Mm -hmm. But my goodness. Mm -hmm. One word. HBCU. Right there. Listen, I went to an HBCU for grad school. Nothing against it. But I know what you're talking about. Like, I I just know it. I've lived it. It was like everybody wanted to be a celebrity. They all stood around like they were, like, in a music video. The leather pants. The plastic pants. Oh, my goodness. I have no comments. But it was a lovely time, but I was like, just just enjoy. Yeah. Just live a little and enjoy. I, you just I know they're undergrads. Like, you just know. Like, you just know. <laughs> it was a lovely time, but it's just some things I was just like, whoa. Yeah. All is well in the city of D.C. Let me just say one of my lows. <laughs> So remember how last week I had to, like, follow up with everyone in regards to how Nuri did at the little mm-hmm. dog party? So he didn't do too bad. He did growl at a few dogs. So we realized that we have to take him to, like, dog school obedience training because he's getting out of hand. And he's been horny for, like, three weeks, so he just comes to bed every day. So if you guys hear, like, boop, boop, boop or anything, it's, it's, it's Nuri humping his bed. The dog is in heat. He is in heat. And, like, full-on swing heat to the point where he cries if we, like, take the bed. Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so now it's just whatever. Just let him do whatever. What is happening? I don't know. 
Well, we're sending all of our kisses and wishes to Nuri to get through this <sighs> horny time, <laughs> this horny period. <laughs> it's the cold weather. I keep telling people. Is it? Are you sure? I think it is. I think it is. It's cuffing Maybe season. Maybe so. It's cuffing season. Maybe that's it. Nuri is ready to be cuffed and laid up. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Nuri. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen let's get into the episode of traveling we have my very good friend jada davis jada d and this is going to be lovely because honey i need the travel tips i'm sure kim needs the travel tips I mean, i'm sure everybody listening will need these travel tips and i think it's great because she is actually heading to south africa in about a week so she's giving us all her tips before she actually goes on her great trip. Let's get into yes. the show. Uh-huh. We back at it once again. Once again, hot chocolate combos. And we have my girl, no other, Miss Jada D. Hey. What it do? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. We've had Miss Jada D last season, so we had to bring her back for another one because she has all the tips, all the tricks, all yeah. everything. So this time we thought we'd bring her in for our travel topics and discussions because we are the women of the millennials. We travel, we go places, yes. and I just want to make sure we got all the tips and tricks that we can to make sure that we have a successful trip, we aren't overspending, and we're getting the most out of our trips. Exactly. So, without further further ado, Ms. Jada D, can you tell us about more about Global Intent? Yes, I would be happy to. So thank you again for having me here. Um, The Global Intent is an exclusive organization, it's an exclusive travel group that focuses on volunteerism from the millennial perspective. And what that means is every time we travel, every year we go on a trip annually, and um, every destination we participate in sustainable travel. So we make sure that not only are we doing a service project where when we leave the destination, the community continues to thrive, strive off of our efforts. So more than just giving and donating, but really doing something they can benefit from, they can bring revenue to their community in some capacity. But then we also do other components, whether it's staying in an eco-friendly hotel or whether it's the type of travel that we use, um, different components where it is sustainable travel. So that's our mission and our goal. Okay, great. So are there any trips coming up this year for Global Intent? Yeah, actually, um, this year we will be traveling to South Africa, so we're really <gasps> excited. Woo! Nice. Yes! Nice. We are going that sounds like it's going to be great. Johannesburg, um, as well as um, Cape Town, and as well as... Oh, I heard Johannesburg Park. is so nice. Yeah, I'm really excited about um, the entire trip. Last year we did Ghana. Um, which was a whole experience in itself. Um, you really have to be there. It's no way anybody can explain it. You just have to see it for yourself. So when are you guys leaving? We're going to um, end of October, actually. So we're really excited. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there for about um, two weeks. Um, so, you know, with the demographics that the global intent attracts, we usually try to make sure that we're attaching it to weekends. Um, this is one of our longer trips, but in previous years, so this is, our um, fourth trip, I believe, we did Nicaragua, Colombia, um, South Africa is this year and last year Ghana. 
Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to continuing to grow and travel to destinations comprised of the African diaspora. Wow, I think that's super, super awesome. That's amazing. Um, so what motivated you to um, actually start Global Intent? So I got really excited to start the Global Intent. It was really an idea of me just wanting to travel. And one of my mentors knew that I love, love to travel and also loving to serve. So um, from me meeting um, an associate of my mentor, I gained a new mentor in the travel space. Uh, shout out to Rosalind Parker for everything that she does to um, drive what is the big umbrella company, which is called Travel to Do Good. So Travel to Do Good is, um, you know, the umbrella company in which I fall under, which the Global Intent falls under. Um, and, you know, under her mentorship, um, we've been able to do a lot. I've been able to really expose people to their first opportunity to travel. And for me, I am excited when people have new experiences, I'm able to share those with them. So that's really kind of where it was born from. It was like me wanting to travel, me wanting to do some good. Rosalind having this amazing business that was already in existence and said, hey, um, you know, I don't really cater to the demographic of young black millennials. So if that's yeah. what you want to do, I'd be happy to help you and grow from there. And so the first trip was more of, hey, this is what I want to do. I told my friends. I told my family. I told social media. And then, of course, you know, people started signing up and going. Um, and then it's really crazy because after people signed up to go and we went and we were posting pictures, I had a, I probably had about 80 people inquire. So I sent them the information via email. Oh, wow. And you and I both know that, you know. Um, of course people, not. People always are interested in doing a lot of things. But, but when it comes very, to like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody was going until the deposit was due. Was yeah. actually, that was actually what we mm -hmm. had on um we had that on a shirt when we went to uh, Ghana, which was really funny. But it was true, though. But it, you know, but it is what it is. I'm, I, I actually, from that first trip, I learned that I enjoy twenty or less people. So that makes it very exclusive. You got to get a seat. Um, we usually average about fifteen to twenty people, which is ideal for me because from the experiences that we've had, whether I've had with the group or whether I've had on my own, I have learned that some of the culturally immersed experiences you cannot do with hundreds. Um, and so, I, you know, we've been able to eat with locals in their homes, been able to go, you know, on the uncharted areas that you wouldn't normally go as a tourist because we were hanging out with locals and people that really knew the area, people that were unofficial mayors of the community and things like that. Um, that wouldn't have happened if I had 100 people. So I actually um, stopped the list at 20 people. Oh, wait, so quick question. Do you guys stay in, like, hostels or do you just stay in um – at people's houses or in hotels? Stay in hotels, usually. Hotels or um, sometimes, like, a, not Airbnb, but, like, a bed and breakfast, which is still, like, a hotel. Oh, but yeah, yeah. A, okay. So, so, boutique hotels. Um, So, not yeah. necessarily the super large ones. It depends on where we go. Like, when we did Ghana, we went to three cities in Ghana. So, when yeah. we got to Kumasi, Kumasi is a much smaller town. So, what we would consider um, five-star for them... You know, for us, I probably two or three star was at five star, honestly. Oh, um, so it was yeah. I mean, that in itself was a new experience. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And quick, quick, That's... really interesting story is when we went to Ghana. What are the chances that we were in this small hotel in Kamasi and at the bar, 
there's a person from Maryland. So it was really random. Wow. Like, why don't we find you in the middle it's of the world? It's a small world. Yeah, small world. Yeah. It's a small world. Yeah, so we, we welcomed her to our group to just kick it with us. So it was good. It was good. She was a solo traveler, nice. so, which I definitely love, solo traveling. Yeah. That leads me to my next question. Do you suggest every woman to travel alone at least once in her life? Because I mean, for me, I have, and I think it was the my the best trip that I've ever taken was See? by myself. I yeah. told you. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I've you know I've tried to encourage people. So I was you know I blog sometimes, and I try to encourage people to definitely take a trip for themselves, whether it's domestic or international. Of course, I'm always pushing people to go international, but. I understand that if you could at least do one step and just go to another state or city, you know, by yourself, the experience is like unimaginable because you don't, for one, you don't have to talk to anybody unless you want to. For two, you can really just do, see, and do, you know, just really enjoy the things you like or not do anything at all, which is okay when you travel. Like if you just want to chill and relax, you don't have to ask anybody what you want to do. You can eat, you can it's such a refreshing and it is amazing experience. Like I tell you all the time, you have to, whether you're single, married, engaged, mother, whatever, you should all do it. Like find that time. So where do you think the top five places women should travel in your opinion? are? I would say Puerto Rico. Feel very comfortable there and safe. Um, Also Europe. So just a number of different places, Spain, specifically Barcelona, um probably Nicaragua was cool it's very poor but there are some areas in which are were nice and um I feel like I'd go there again um let's see I'm always an advocate of Colombia I had an amazing experience there and then probably Africa I feel like I would encourage everyone to get to the continent at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, regardless of the global intent, I definitely plan to continue to visit different countries of Africa and um, would love to go by myself. Yeah. So what are five things a woman must have while traveling? I would say let's start with some toiletries, which are really important. Just yes. Those toiletries, but um, more specifically white. Hand sanitizer, those things, that's all, like, wrapped up into toiletries. Um, I think that's really important. Um, I also think on your person, you should always carry, like, extra underwear because you just never know. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, I would say also <laughs> people, it's, it's not something you would carry, but something you should always have. Download Google Translator and and make sure that you download. Oh, yeah. Download the offline version so that you can have it um, when you, even when you don't have Wi-Fi. That is a lifesaver. Yes, yes, yes. Agreed. <laughs> it's a lifesaver. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good, really good one. Um, either a hoodie or a jacket that you can wrap around your waist when it's not too hot, when it's too hot. And then you can put on when you're cold because whether you're going, you know, even if you're going to a warm destination, it could be very cold in the air, air you know, on the airport um, or like on a shuttle bus and things like that. So I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say make sure you have a copy of all of your personal documents. Um, people often forget that not only should you have a copy of yourself, like if, like if your passport and any ID 
or any credit cards that you're going to be using and traveling with, have a copy on you. Also, email yourself a copy and also have one in a digital file somewhere that someone else can access. And I then, like of that course, one. And then, of course, the normal um, medicine, headache medicine and things like that that you just never know. But, um, you know, we are all different in kind of what we want and need. But those things, I think, resonate with everybody. Oh, you know what? A pouch or a small bag, something that can be hidden by a shirt or jacket, too, um, so that you're not exposed and, like, whatever your personal bag is not exposed mm-hmm. beyond, a, beyond a backpack. Look at those are really good. So we've talked about what we, where we should go and what we should bring. But before we even go on the trip, what are some ways that we can save for an upcoming trip? And what does the budget plan look like? Because I know for a lot of people, we buy oh, those yeah. tickets. But then, you know, when it's time to leave, you don't really have a lot of money or you're rushing to see how much you can spend here or there. Yeah. Because so you I, kind of forget about the trip. So I, I feel know. like realistically, um, if you are planning a trip where you have a few months, just say three months at the minimum, you should, once you are able to book the flight, you should also start saving 25 or $50 per week leading up to that trip so that when the trip comes, you already have your spending money. And I personally like to travel where when I get to my destination, everything's already paid for. So that while I'm there, it's just a matter of calculating, you know, what I'm spending. But before I get there, I already know how much spending money I have based on the destination and the time in which I'm going to be there. But aside from personally saving, whether it's like in an envelope system, which I like having envelopes, um, but also another thing that you can do is what I've used quite often is acorns, where not only is it like rounding up to the next dollar. Oh, yes. Love acorns. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I am also have $5 per week coming because $5 is small enough why I don't miss it or even notice it. But yeah. literally, when I did Bali, when I recently went to Colorado, both times I had over $200 saved up um, for my spending money. So it was it's well worth it, for sure. Wait, question. You can save money on Acorns? I thought it was just an investment app, no? I have never used it to invest. Oh, dang. <laughs> Look. I always <laughs> thought it was an investment app. Wow. Well, I, the idea is so for you to insane. save money and then invest it, but they have a withdrawal option, so that's what I use it for because it's another oh, external okay, savings okay. account. So, okay. it, so aside from Acorns, you could do the exact same thing with an external bank account. Yeah, yeah. I personally recommend doing If you're going to do that, I personally recommend doing it to an account that does not have a, a card, a debit card. Or yeah. So do it to, like I have, I have, I have several bank accounts and um that are like online accounts so i don't have so it's not as accessible as i want it to be where it will cause me like to wait three days so if it was an emergency i could probably still get it but you know if it's some just to buy flights that i don't need at the time i have to wait so like capital one 360 is an option american express has a high yield savings account which is excellent um then another one I recommend if you want to uh, bank black is One United Bank. They have an online account. Um, those are some I have all of those actually, and I use them um, for saving for personal savings, emergency fund, traveling, um, and then any other thing I'm really just trying to save for. Okay. Nice. I've been actually looking into the black bank account, so I think that's really good to actually do to at least put some money aside and then why not if it be in like a black owned bank you know yeah agreed i think that would be dope 
But let's get into some tips. I have a lot of questions and I need a lot of tips. And I'm sure our listeners need a lot of tips. Too. <laughs> All right, go. So let's talk about traveling with friends and groups. I know you said in your group you only travel with no more than 20. What about if you were to go with a bunch of friends? Do you want to go on a, you know, a family trip, friend trip, birthday trip? What's the number that you would suggest for some friends? Um, For friends, I would say it's my personal preference to go with no more than usually six people. And that includes me, so five other people. Um. And that is just from my experience of travel. I've traveled with groups of friends probably my entire life. Probably, I say going back to like high school, college, um, going to Miami every year during college, that that warranted a different group of friends sometimes each year. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> I, um, I mean, it varied, yeah. But I was going, I, I was going regardless. And then, you know, other people was like, oh, we're going to go with you type of situation. But, but no, I think it's really important to know. So, of course, as your friends, you don't want to necessarily leave anyone out. I understand that. But be mindful of the people that you travel with because you will find I give people like one time to travel with them. Then I'm done because you're not going to ruin an experience for me. Yeah. I like that philosophy. (laughs) Yeah, like one time because you really don't know until you do it. But yeah, if they show you once, then don't don't keep wasting your time going back now. You already know what's going to happen. Don't keep trying and you know what what's really cool is you can be we, we could you can act slow if you want to but most people are the exact same way whether they're traveling or whether they're home so if they are super ocd or super picky or ask a million and one questions when you just a regular day in the city they're going to do the exact same thing when you travel so if you know you know if you want to accommodate your guests because it don't have to be a negative thing if you want to accommodate the people you're traveling with you can if you know someone's going to ask you a million and one questions that should be your person that you get your Q&A questions from, because that's what I do. When I first was launching the Global Intent, I knew the two people that asked me a million questions. So I said, hey, if you were looking at this website, what questions would you want to know? You were plan- if you were thinking about coming on a trip, what questions would you want to know? So what I do when I'm traveling with friends and traveling for leisure, if it's a group of people, I'm like, okay, I already know what questions they're going to ask. So I try to overcompensate and give you more information than you need. Um if that's the type of person you are, but if you're the type of person where that, you know, just like me, I don't, I usually can figure things out because I believe that everything is figure outable. So it doesn't really take much for me. Um, but it's always refreshing when people do pro- provide a, the, all the information. I don't have to ask a lot of questions or whatever, but like when it comes to taking payment, that's a whole, que- that's a whole topic in itself, like dealing with money exchange and things like that. That'll let you know, who you could travel with and who you can't. Oh, yeah. taking a deposit. If they don't pay the deposit when it's due, they probably, you probably shouldn't travel. Or the ones that are like, oh, just, you know, I got you. Just, can you just pay it for me and then I'll I'll pay you back. I need extra days Mm, or I need to borrow it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm I'm the the type of sister, I'm going to get any type of way if I want to go. Correct. Mm. I'm going to make sure it's paid. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's people that actually want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's also you have to you have to know you gotta know these people that you want to travel with. Yeah. And and you have to one thing that comes from um self care is accepting people too. So like if you already know you're traveling with somebody that's super picky about what they eat, you you knew this in advance, so don't keep calling them out every time they order in chicken tenders. 
and y'all are like in belief somewhere just let them be let them be. <laughs> okay so then it happened we was in ghana um i mean like most of us tried the traditional food and then the rest of it was a lot of things we were familiar with everything was rice everything was rice i came back not wanting rice for like six months um but we had definitely had people that was just like ah, i'm good like i'm gonna stick to my american food and guess what it's your trip like that's your experience have yeah that. yeah i feel like that doesn't stop me from having a good time nor does it stop my trip or my vacation. Yeah. And honestly, you can tell, like, just by going out with the person to a party or something, do they just stand there? Do they have a good time? Like, that's how I judge my people, like, Mm -hmm. going out to a party. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what about um, travel insurance? I know some people will not get travel insurance. They know I'm going regardless. So I'm going to go either way. And It'll some be. people actually miss out on some money because things happen. And for some unforeseen reason, they cannot go. So how do you feel about the whole travel insurance thing? I definitely recommend travel insurance. There are rare occasions when I don't get travel insurance. And I'll say it's probably been like maybe a few times, like, a flight for me going to, um, like, for Christmas travel and things like that where I know I'm going home, I wouldn't get travel insurance because if this flight is canceled or something like that, then the airlines is going to take care of that. But when I'm planning, like, an actual trip, a vacation somewhere, absolutely. Because I've also used, I've also had to, you know, file a claim and get money back from travel insurance. So it happened when I was, one of the many times it's happened when I, um, went to um spain and greece did a solo trip the flight was delayed really a day um yeah it was delayed a day so we got on and off the plane about three or four times and that last time i was like i'm done nobody else got off the plane but i got off because i was like y'all say it was engine issues i'm good oh, i don't yeah. have i'm you... chilling all i it's gonna make me miss a day in my trip but i'm okay because i have that's okay mm-hmm. it's fine so i filed my claim they covered you know, my delay, whatever that that amount was, they covered, you know, my stay that I would have met my day of staying in Barcelona. They, you know, they co- they really accommodate me and they paid it um, within about 48 hours. So I'm happy and I continue to get travel insurance every time I go. Well, shoosh. Now I'm thinking of always getting travel insurance, too, because I'm always like, eh, rip off. Eh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? People say that, but think about it. We pay for car insurance. Mm-hmm. We, we pay for car mm-hmm. insurance and then and, and travel insurance is not that much to not get it like it's definitely worth it you never like some things are you just can't control it, you just literally never know what could happen so it's always good to have it's worth it. so what about like picking the right location to travel so i was asked once um on the best day of you know if you had could if you could decide what you want to do like you have one day or a week or whatever, just do whatever it is that you want to do in the world. Like, no money doesn't matter. The price doesn't matter. You could do literally whatever you want to do. Would you choose to go on a beach or do something as it relates to, like, nature? And however you feel, your your initial answer in your head is kind of where your vacations will usually navigate to. So, like, for me, I'm a beach person. I love a beach. But I feel like I can fall kind of in the middle because I do enjoy – nature i do enjoy other things outside of being on the beach like i enjoy exploring like europe was great like i want to go to iceland i want to see the northern lights like i want to do things like that as well 
but that but I would normally lean towards a beach vacation. So like with a January birthday, it's always cold. So I'm always trying to find a few places in the world that's warm yet still close enough for me to do it in a few days. Um, so it's usually South America or the Caribbean um, mm-hmm. where I have to go. So I think that's kind of how you first decide. But then you also have to be realistic. And how much? What's your budget? Okay, yeah. that's gonna determine a lot. What's your budget? Where are you? Where? Um, when are you trying to go somewhere? Because once you know how much money, let's say if you got a thousand dollars to spend, and you say, okay, well, I want to go somewhere in July. So summer months are already gonna be more expensive. And depending on where you go, a flight and hotel, and how long you stay, a thousand may or may not work for you. Um, and then you have to be realistic about the accommodations you want. For mm-hmm. me, if I solo travel, if I travel by myself. I'm okay staying in the Airbnb. I'm okay doing a Spirit Airlines if for one way and then doing another one way to this. Like, I'm okay, like, <laughs> creating a whole itinerary that's like puzzle pieces. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. But I'm comfortable doing that by myself. I wouldn't have the expectation for someone else to do it unless they said, hey, I'm re- I could do that. It's not a problem. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so, like, my boyfriend doesn't like hotel. He doesn't like Airbnbs. He only he prefers hotels, and he has his own reasons for that. And I respect it. So I already know if, we, if I'm planning something with him, it's gonna be a hotel. But a compromise would be like if we're going to multiple destinations, it would be Airbnb half of it and hotel other half because I've had excellent Airbnb experiences all over the world, and it's much cheaper. So I find value in staying in Airbnb. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. 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 She's speaking truth. Yeah, it's it's so much value, and and I, you know what? I I haven't had a bad experience. Nothing that was terrible for me, but like, oh, I'm never doing this again because I've had some unfavorable ones where they was like, ah, eh, they could have been better, but nothing that turned me completely off because I've had trash, terrible hotels. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had terrible hotel stays, yet I continue to book them. So facts, <laughs> facts. <laughs> so you got it. So like, what your level? So when I so I've booked trips for other people. I've booked trips for couples. I've booked trips for for groups as well and things like that. And that's what I'm always asking. Okay, so what types of hotels do you normally stay in? Do you normally stay in like a Holiday Inn? Or do you normally stay in like a, um, a Hyatt Regency or a Marriott or a, a Four Seasons? Um, that matters because if you're expecting to stay in a Four Seasons, the $1,000 that you're talking about is already too low. Cause that's just your hotel. That ain't gonna get you no on no flight. Yeah. So, uh, so you have to keep those in mind. So, just to recap, know what your budget is. That's the first thing. How long mm-hmm. how long you're staying and where you want to go, because then you will de- it will determine like if that's realistic for the for the time of year for that destination and seasonally and things like that. Because everyone has a low and high season, so that will determine the pricing. Um, you know and the accommodations, the level of accommodation that you require, like as far as stars go. Keep those in mind. Okay. Yeah, that's Amen. some good advice right there. Amen. So, so it is. And I was just about <laughs> to say, so I know for me, so ways to pay for these trips, I know you said acorn, but I know I'm a hustling fool and I will hustle you out your draws to get where I need to go. Not in a bad way, but in a good way. So what are some ways to actually pay for these trips? Because I know for me, I'm, I got side job on side job. But yeah. I know not a lot of people have time to do side jobs. They don't have the means to do those certain things. 
So everybody has the means and abilities to do side jobs. It just depends on what it is. So we all have skills in which most of us are already doing something that people would pay us for. We just not have, have not figured out how to monetize it. So rather, oh. so rather it's you being a virtual assistant for someone or whether you um, driving for Uber or Lyft or babysitting or tutoring um, or, you know, actually getting a part-time job because you have time. For me, I don't want to do anything that's going to require, it's going to take up much more of my time. So um, I like to work within a certain amount of hours per day, and I can usually shift the duties and in, in the, in the things that I do each day. Um, if I pick up an extra gig or if I'm doing more resumes or doing more bios for clients, um, there are a number of different things. Like literally you can think about something that you do consistently or that people come to you for. Like what do people always ask you to do? You can pay people to, to book their trip. They're a lot, people are lazy, okay? So literally whatever people will pay you for, um, because like me, I will pay for convenience. So there are a lot of things I could probably do myself but I'd rather just pay somebody else to do it. We all do it. There is something we would all pay somebody mm-hmm. for um, because we could, we would all cut some things out if we were trying to save. Some of those things is what you can try to identify as ways to monetize your existing skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. And you can oh, help them, right? Oh, oh, add to that baking. And if you can, if you have culinary skills, you can mm. sell cookies, you can sell drinks, plates, some juices whatever there are ways but yes you're right actually i can help you with that um that is what i do um daily is i am an income strategist and i help i help new and aspiring business owners execute i take you from ideation to execution because a lot of people have great ideas but most people don't know what to do all the time all the time so are there any trips so are there any tips or tricks on buying tickets, when is it most efficient? Because I've heard a lot of rumors about when you should buy plates, when you should not 12 buy 12 a.m. What day really you should buy them. them. For real. Is there actual date, time, or any type of thing like that? Yeah. So the rumor is definitely like a Tuesday and midnight and things like that. And I, I, I have, I mean, sometimes it's worked for me, but sometimes it hasn't. But there, um, there are a few places you can go to find a lot of flight deals, but what I want people to be mindful of is flight deals only benefit those that have a very flexible schedule. So if you have set days and destinations, a flight deal won't help you. It doesn't matter how many sites, how many things I show you, it's not going to work for you unless you're very flexible. So like, for example, there's a website that I will give you. I'll give you one tip and trade, but when I give it to you, you're going to look and see that it's going to tell you for different destinations um, coming from certain points of origin, the the value in the deal comes from you having flexibility between specific dates that they provide for you, as well as, you know, there may be certain airlines, you know, it's, you have to be flexible in your traveling, but it will, it can work for you. It can be very beneficial. I mean, I've seen l- more than 50% of the price cut. Um, I've been able to take advantage of, I remember one year, maybe two years ago, I know at least 30 people that got flights to Dubai because there was like a flight glitch. And that a glitch is when the airlines incorrectly inputs a number on the flight. So just say it should be a $500 flight and they put in uh, 50. That has happened quite often. 
Um, and mo- sometimes they will honor it. Sometimes they will not. So you have to be prepared for either, but you will know way in advance of the trip. So hope you're listening. Hope you're writing this down. It will not be in the notes. You need to listen to the podcast to get it. But one site that Correct. One site that would benefit everybody is theflightdeal.com. T-H-E-F-L-I-G-H-T-D-E-A-L.com. Theflightdeal.com. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> another, You know what? Another thing that's not really a secret because most people are not going to do it anyway because they're lazy. I'll tell you this. there is is an app called skip lags and another app called hopper um that i use quite often but what i don't do is i don't book on these apps i only use them for search engine purposes because they will kind of show like skip lag airlines don't like it because it'll show for example if i want to go from dc to la no say if i want to go to dc to dallas it'll show me a flight that's dc to dallas to la And I basically am going to be booking a flight to L.A., but I'll get off the plane, physically get off the plane when they lay over in in, uh, Dallas. So airlines actually don't like that. They actually been trying to, like, you know, stop that or whatever. But it's always a secret option as long as you only have your carry-on bag or your bag that goes under your seat. That's Uh not. You said hopper and 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 skip lag. Skip lag, okay. Yeah. Thinking of uh, under-the-seat bags. Let me tell you something. My bag under the seat has saved so many, like, saved me so much money. Like, yes. What is a bag fee? Who's paying that? <laughs> Who's checking it? Listen, I got this bag from Costco and or Sam's. They actually both sell it. But it was, like, $40 at the very most. It has served me very well for the last 10 years. I traveled for, I was in, in Europe for a week with this bag. I actually wrote wow. a blog. I wrote a blog on like how to pack and things like that in using this bag for a week. Agreed. Get you a bag to go on the seat. I too got a backpack from Amazon. Yes. Literally looked it up, went on YouTube, watched the guy. He showed how he put it under the seat even when he got on the plane. I was sold because it was waterproof and it zipped up in the inside, y'all. I use this damn backpack for everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> you do. I remember when you first got it. <laughs> modeling it. That's what that bag. Modeling it and all. Let me tell you, that bag has been through the oh storm, the rain, the snow, everything. Oh but gosh. it fits under the seat to where I don't have to check a bag. I don't have to pay for a carry-on. It is a personal item, and I can fit clothes, shoes, a laptop, an iPad, everything. So people invest in one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Indeed. So I guess with tips like that, do you have any tips on packing to four ways in which the night before can be stressed less? Yeah, I definitely. You should definitely not be packing the night before unless you like celebrating real hard like I've done before and forgot. Realistically, <laughs> don't be a last minute packer. You should definitely go into like your day of travel, like just easy breezy, just making sure that you have like your toiletries and your keys, but and your passport. But, um, yeah, I think I encourage people to roll up your clothes. Um, mm-hmm. Roll up your clothes that can save you a lot of time. Um, making you sure really for, when it comes to cords and wires, like rolling those up and making sure you, if you actually have a small little compartment or something to put all your cords in and, and um, chargers, that's always helpful. Um, when it comes to packing and travel, you really shouldn't be taking more than two pairs of shoes, like for real. 
especially if we're talking about this carry-on bag, two pair, one you have on, okay? If you're taking sandals, I'll let you take two more. But you don't need that. Like, you can wear the same shoes every day. It's not that serious. It's um, really you really can. Like, why do people <laughs> do that, including me? Like, for real. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, you oh, really can. Um, one of the items that you may, that would probably take up space in your bag is like a sweater or a jacket but you'll have that on because it'll be cold in the airport or you'll have it around your waist um mm-hmm, i would say like mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to like shirts and things like that see if there are things that you can layer or um you know so like a couple camis maybe a t-shirt some things that you can like you know wear multiple times with different and make it look like different outfits but there is no reason why you cannot use either like a small backpack, uh, a small not a small backpack, like a small carry-on to go under the seat, or a backpack. There are plenty of um, backpacks, like Shalisa mentioned, on Amazon and many other places. Word. I feel like we've gotten great tips. We've got everything that we need. What? So I need sure y'all is. to send us y'all pictures when y'all go on y'all trips. We want to see those little bags. Thank we want to see the carry-on bags so we know where to buy them, so we can tell yes. people where to buy them. Miss mm-hmm. Jada D, where can we hit you up for our travel questions, travel needs? How can people know about the next trip for Global Intent and what yes. Miss Jada D has going on? What to do? Yeah, so you can find me on all social media. It's Jada D. I T S J A D A D. Um, you can go to theglobalintent.com, join our mailing list. We will be sending out information about the 2020 trip in the next couple months. It's going to be exclusive to the people on our list. So you'll have first dibs as well as first options for our payment plan. Because you know what? I understand that our people need payment plans sometimes. I get it. I get it. So, how many trips are you guys going to have in, yes. in 2020? Only one? Oh, we'll see. You know, okay. I I have my own personal trip, so that's always the, the, the issue. Um, okay. But I am recruiting leaders, so there are benefits by being a travel leader. If you say, hey, Jada, I would love to go on your trip. I'd love to be a leader on your trip. You could potentially have a free trip. Um. So, yeah, holla at your girl. Nice. I mean, if y'all aren't taking notes, then shame on you. We don't know how to help you. We are I- here to be your gurus period please listen to her <laughs> okay follow her so you can get all the tips so you can get all that on her ig live store tv stories or whatever you call them she has a lot of good tips let uh-huh. me tell you a lot of good tips so i need y'all to go watch them take notes do yeah. what you need to do so y'all can get out of y'all house off the couch ain't nothing wrong with that get out, but out I need your zip code get out your, out your zip code that's so what please. that's it that's it right please. there that's it no, real talk. There I need are you to people go out there that have never flown, like in I the U.S. Get, please, I want I want every person Guys, of color so to be able to have some type of travel behind their belt. I need y'all to get out here and do some of y'all lives. I just want to say before I get out of here that you know, I get it that traveling around the world is not for everyone, but I really encourage people to at least just get out of their immediate community, at least their state, their city. Yeah, at least their state. There is so much out here. There's so much out in the world um, to see, and really the world is your your classroom. You can learn so much from traveling. Um, yeah. I encourage everyone to see the world. Thank you, Jada. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank this you so much. has been great, everybody. Miss Jada D. Thanks.
Thank you for being on this episode. We are greatly appreciate you and your cooperation. Be great. Be amazing. Even more amazing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What's the sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. What's the sip? Listen. So, Howard Homecoming was this weekend. You know, it's all about Black Pride, doing the damn thing, having a good time with our peoples. Kanye West had Sunday service this weekend at Howard University. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. In the yard. Okay, cool. You know, awesome. Listen, I'm really not one to judge anyone who says they're Christian. That is between them and God. That is not my place. Okay. What bothered me was when this man said, they said I was canceled, but look, I'm on Howard University's campus. Do I look canceled to you? Are you joking? Yeah, you're still. Are you joking? You're still actually canceled. I don't care how many gospel remakes you make. Bye. Can we talk about the fact that how this man supports a regime that's behind defunding HBCUs, yet an HBCU invite. Let me tell you, that blew me when he said that. I'm like, really, dude? Every time we try, every time. The audacity. You come. Again, you bring the jabs. Again, you say something senseless. So that is just what I'm sipping on. If you guys haven't heard about it, please go Google it. I know a lot of people don't care about him that much anymore, but that just blew me when he said that. And the thing is, you know what? His representatives reached out to one of the churches, one of the bigger churches in the city, asking, oh, well, Kanye is still going to be in the city for Sunday for your service. Would you like him to come attend? <laughs> what they said? <laughs> no. They said no. Because I didn't no. about it. They were pretty much made a statement like, we already have our own pastors, deacons, deaconess, and ushers, so we're good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good day, sir. I bid you good day. He just goes above and beyond with the things that he say. Like, I get that you're seeking God and stuff. That's not my place. Good for you. But the things that you say, dude, the things that you say. Still on the whole, slavery was a choice thing. How do you not get this? He said something, some other slick, but I can't really remember what he said. Something about if they came to get us right now, like how many of us, some kind of craziness. Girl, who would fall in the net? Who would get a hold yes! of the slavery net? Like, get the... I'm like, every time. But yeah, what about you? So I'm sipping on the fact that um, yesterday morning I woke up. And I might I had about eight inbox messages on Instagram, and maybe five of them were about this Fort Worth, Dallas cop killing a black woman inside of her own oh. home after the neighbor called to, for a wellness check. It wasn't for any—he didn't call for anything wrong, he, like, you know, bad or violence or anything like that. He called for a wellness check because her doors and lights were on and they were open. Right? Uh, That's it. And they killed her. They shot through her house and killed her. 
what else what, what how else can you be safe in black like you, you can't even be safe in your yeah. own home you can't even be black in your own home in the privacy of your own damn home like how it's hmm. and the fact that they were just playing video games kills me that blew me that blew me so hard like i just i was lost i think a lot of people were just lost for words and outraged i i i I mean it's it's ridiculous it's just at this point we're still here even after everything like to think these some of these cops would make you know Mm-hmm. different choices it's just i don't know it's just a lot it's, it's a lot disgusting i'm so sorry for her family and it's just they're calling for the cop to, that actually killed her to be arrested because he is not he just resigned resigned mm-hmm. they're not going to open an investigation nothing we shall Taking see the court? i'm looking at he resigned from the fort worth police department but has not been charged of any yet of any as of yet Nothing. I mean, for me to sit there and act surprised, I would be a hypocrite because I'm not shocked. But the thing is, it says that there, there were two cops that were dispatched out to the scene. Their body cams were on. So I did see a screenshot, a picture of him with the gun in the window, pointing at the window. But it seems that one went to the backyard to look in the window. And when he went to the backyard, he spun around to look in the window and he shot into... He shouts and tells her to put her hands up and then shoots through the window. All in a matter of seconds. Hell? What could you possibly be thinking? No one's shooting out of the window. There's nothing going on that you feel that you need to shoot in somebody's window. You're not even looking to see who's in the house. She has a, a child in the house with her. You lunatic. Sick as You psychotic evil lunatic girl and it's so crazy because now people are like i don't even want to call the cops like i don't need to call the police the guy that called the police for the wellness check is sick because he feels like it's his fault yeah it's not it's he thought he was doing something good patriotic helping out his neighbor and this is why people don't want to help other people because of stuff like this and you know what oh my god that brings me to something else in dc last week there was a guy that was shot down in Southeast over here in apartments. He was a property manager because he saw a robbery and they chased him down into the apartments and shot him dead. The cops? No. Oh, the robbers? The robbers, yeah. All because he saw it. Like, people are so afraid to see things and help people now because the cops aren't really going to do anything. Black people just don't feel protected. At all. We don't. It's so sad, and it's like some people are like, "Well, why do I? Why should I even bring kids into this world mm-hmm. to be subject to this crazy mm-hmm. foolishness?" Mm-hmm. That, this is crazy to me. Like, it is. This may have been a heavy what to sip, and I apologize, but it needs to be talked about. It needs it to be heard. This is absolutely crazy. This is what we I'm do. I'm so glad here. I live on the 12th floor, girl. But I'm still scared. If anything happens, I don't want nobody shooting through my door. Yeah. Like, you just never know. And I mean, God forbid any of that happens. But it's yes. like, you just never know. Anything is happening nowadays on the it's news. It's a world of uncertainty. You just, you don't know. Oh, you guys, please be safe. I, no. like, 
how can you tell someone to be safe in their own home to prevent them from being killed? Like, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. There's no advice on it. Like, yeah. We just need therapy to actually cope with dealing and living in this country. Uh, get in tune with yourself. Center mm-hmm. yourself into one to be just on one accord with who you believe in. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. I know. Black business. Okay, Black, Black business, business corner. corner. I know. Listen, uh, guys, this is what we do on this podcast. We tackle issues that people you know shy out of and that's what we do especially when it mm-hmm. comes to minorities and black black folks so mm-hmm. as hard as it gets we have to so black business is none other than our lovely guest our lovely guest lovely miss jada, jada d we are going to highlight her global intent company yes this is literally a travel company, and let me tell y'all, they're going to South Africa in a few weeks. It's going to be so amazing. Literally, everything is covered on the trip, and it's like a global volunteerism from the Black Millennials' perspective. So they pretty much travel. They go and do somewhat of missionary work, um, and then they, you guys get you get to stay in great places amazing sights and views like when i tell you i want you guys to go to this website www.theglobalintent.com please go now because this is amazing yes I'm and i'm just, trying to hop on one of their trips next year girl. or maybe the year after because next year is just oh but i'm definitely trying to hop on mm-hmm. one of their trips because i mm-hmm. love her initiative and what she's doing and i feel like we should all support absolutely they've been to some amazing places honey Nicaragua, Colombia, Ghana, and they are headed to Johannesburg in Cape Town, South Africa. Yes. Guys, go check it out. Jada is definitely a jack of all trades. <clears throat> hmm. A jack of all trades. And I just love that. Yes. So on Instagram, global underscore intent. Facebook, global intent. And yeah. Follow up. Check it out. Sign up, subscribe, do all of that. Mm-hmm. Do every one of those things I just said because it's amazing and you need more, to know more. Because black people need to travel. We do need to see the world more. And it doesn't matter if it's just out of the state. We need to. Amen. Mm-hmm. This has been a great episode. Right, folks. This has been amazing. I want to thank our guest, Miss Jada D. My co-host. Thank you, sweetie patootie. You're very welcome. Happy Tuesday to everybody. I hope you have a great week. I hope this has been very helpful, very hopeful, tipful, all those things into one. And yeah. Yes, and as usual, follow us on social media, mm-hmm. Twitter at HCC Pod, Instagram, HCC Podcast, and mm-hmm. Facebook, Hot Chocolate Combos. We are there. Email us at hotchocolatecombos at gmail. Thank you for the support, and see you next week. Bye. Bye.